the double shot with your favourite cousins, James and Alex Fitzgerald. And for the third time, third time lucky, we welcome back Tax Tom. Tax Tom, welcome back. Hey, Alex, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Got me back. You said Literally. property, so I said, oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, if I have to, I'll come talk some property. Well, Ask I questions. It, you know, you and I catch up for coffees and I grill you with all these things. Why don't we do it with a microphone? Why don't we do it where, um, yeah, others can your listen Your answers are recorded. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Which I know scares you a little bit, but that's nah, okay. That's, right. that's all, right. all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get straight into it because we talk a lot about having a really good property tax accountant. Um, so you know maybe it's a bit biased, but we want to ask you what it actually means to have a good property accountant or a good accountant that specialises in property. Like, how do we know they're any decent? Yeah. It's like anything, isn't it? Um, <laughs> you don't know. No. Until, yeah. 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 Look. You just and it's hard because first time in yeah. in property, you, you you probably think there's a lot of things you you don't know. Oh yeah. Um, and I guess you don't know too. I mean, what we try and do is they should be asking lots of questions. So just because you might go and see your accountant and you might list these expenses, yeah, are they just taking them, writing them down? Oh, here's your tax return done. Yeah, they're going. Oh, thanks for that. Nice. Yep. See ya. Yeah. Not okay. Well. You had insurance last year. Where's your insurance? Um, you, you don't have any water rates here. Are you sure you'd be paying at least the connection fee? Yeah. Um, so where's that? Um, there might be, yeah, lo- loads of things. So the interest looks low. Like that's a low low interest on a, on a $400,000 mortgage. So just going the extra mile covering, um, you know, did you do your fire, fire alarm, uh, smoke alarm inspections? Um, is there any wear and tear on the property? Because these are things like... You're new to property. You're new to all this. Mm. You can't just can't expect you to. Um, so it's, that's kind of the education. Yes. Ask questions. Yeah. Cover everything, and and, and vice versa too. Like, how can how, how can you tell if they're any good? Well, if there's something you don't understand, ask, ask, ask. Yes. And and, and you can't ask enough. Um, you'll get you'll get an answer, um, an explainable answer too, just so you can understand. Does it help you for next year, especially if you're new to property? So, mm. yeah, they should be asking lots of questions, covering lots of bases, um, putting their putting their hat on as if it was theirs. Yep. So, hopefully, making you aware of something that you you didn't provide them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, uh, probably what's another one, right? So, little land tax. That's that's another one. You, True. You, you, we, we find kind of gets missed because you don't absolutely just just don't assume. Or you, I think a lot of people assume they can't claim that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So asking. Um, Asking a lot of questions, make sure you can cover everything. Uh, lenders mortgage insurance, another one that can might not be provided, but you as an accountant need to say, oh, okay, let's have a look at the loan statements. Oh, there was lenders mortgage insurance. Mm. So had you have been lazy, just taken an interest figure, here you go. You now missed the mortgage insurance that you, had you have been a bit more diligent would have picked up. Mm. So just, just bits and pieces like that. I think I, I gave you my loans and, and like – just gave you everything, you know, as I as I had it. And you sent me so many questions. It was so annoying. That was very annoying, was I? <laughs> no, it was really good. But uh-huh. some of the stuff I just hadn't even considered. Um, but I think one of the questions you asked me, which actually sort of leads into my next question, but um, is you said, hey, do you have any equity loans on any of these properties? Because you've you've not given me any. You've just got like the the loans of, of the actual properties themselves, but there's no like – um, equity loans or whatever, mm. and I said no, I don't. I don't actually have any because of how I've just just structured my properties up to date. There's no real reason why, but um, I thought that was a really good detailed question. 
Um, yeah, so my question to common. you is uh, a lot of people get great growth in, in um, like their own home, for example, and then they do actually get an equity loan to buy an investment property. Um, like what's the most tax effective way to do this or like what, what is the common mistake that you see when using equity from your own home? Yeah, yeah. So that's, it is common. It is very common that you might have a lot of equity yeah. in your own home, but you, you can't go and buy an investment property. I might not have the cash savings to put down my deposit, mm-hmm. cover my costs, M duty, et cetera, et cetera. So you might borrow against your personal place. You know, might, you might get $100,000 out against your personal place because you're going to buy investment property. Mm-hmm. That interest on that 100000 tax deductible Beautiful. because the purpose of the funds were used for the investment property. So if you've got that 100000 to go on a nice little holiday or buy a new boat... Obviously not. Um, so it's a purpose of money, purpose of money, especially with uh, with borrowing. So if it's used for investment property, interest there is deductible. Mm. So it's another one that can probably it can get missed, and probably why we ask a lot of questions around that because uh, clients come to us with obviously loan statements, like I mentioned before. Yeah. But it might only be a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage that they've given us, and the property's worth five hundred thousand. We're going there's two hundred thousand difference here, yeah. so. And then we'll dig and we'll dig and they'll say, oh, we, we did take uh, this hundred against the redraw, you know, to buy it. And they, you know, lights will start flashing. Yes. And you say, okay, let's let's have a look at that. What was that money used for? Used for investment property. So you're just picking up a bit of uh, extra deduction for them there. So all around purpose of money. Um, but very common mm. that you would uh, borrow against the, the home, because um, for most people, it's probably where the biggest equity is, would it not? Oh, absolutely. Categorically, mm. for sure. Yeah, yeah so, for sure. Um, it's best, I guess that comes back to the tax deductible debt. Yes. Being um, investment properties. Yeah, absolutely. I um, I know that some brokers do it whereby they take a like a line of credit out. So it's a, it's a completely separate loan. You know, Perfect. it's like a, you know, for maybe a hundred, hundred like $150,000. You like them? They're you like simple. those guys? They're yeah. simpler. Well, they're like, they're just easy to find, right? And yeah. like, and then you can yeah. actually print off statement. Um, it shows you exactly what the interest is that accumulated over that year or whatever. And it's, you know, you're not actually having to like go, oh, okay, well, this component is X and that's over there. That's, and oh, yeah. so messy. But yeah, you end up doing like a, a daily interest compound formula <laughs> to figure out. I mean, if some, I, I have seen some, so they'll, they'll, they'll be borrowed against the the, the family home, let's yeah, say, yeah, yeah, and it'll just be buried in the whole statement. That's right. With all other p- personal transactions, and then mm. then another twenty k will go out because they fixed Oof. the kitchen Oof. Messy. in the family home, and yeah, you know, it's so separate's great. Yeah. Um, I know brokers will just do. Obviously, they just do whatever they need to do to make it happen, which of is course, cool. But obviously, course. that's helpful. Separate loan Ooh, for, yeah. for tax purposes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, in an ideal world, of course, we we don't want to sell our properties. I mean. Like certainly with our philosophy, uh, long longer you hold it, the more growth you'll experience, the more cycles you'll see. But of course, there may come a time where selling makes a lot of sense or you've got to do it. When is the best time to sell if we're considering tax effectiveness? Yeah, okay. Well, that's like um, without the crystal ball, but in terms of timing, <laughs> right. So Timing, exactly. Timing, timing. So you sells capital gain, ideally. Um from a tax point of view, like all, all capital gain that you make will form part of your personal income. Yeah. So 
to if you're work, let's say working, employed, self-employed. So that's going to go on top of that income. So the lower your employment income is, let's say you might have a year off, um, yeah. go traveling or semi-retire, mm-hmm. income's very low. Having that capital gain in that year going to be a lot less tax than so it compounding. So it might actually be better for you? Might work out better? Yeah, yeah, okay. yep, 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 because you're not piling... Um, Think of it like a layer cake, right? So you're not yeah. piling all these things up, adding up, you're pushing into higher tax brackets. Exactly. When potentially you could pay a lower amount of tax because you haven't got that additional income coming mm-hmm. in. So very look, it might not happen for everyone. It might not be the right time to do when that happens. Mm-hmm. But the perfect world, like if you put your perfect point to do it, yeah. That would um that would be the one. So do it, sell it, sell it, noting you'll get a capital gain in a year that you may be earning less money than you yeah. typically would have yeah, in we, some capacity. That's right. Then no one obviously wants to have a year where maybe it's a down year or anything. Yeah. So it's not something you'd probably plan yeah, for yeah, unless yeah. it's something like, oh, okay, I'm well, traveling like, semi-retired. Yeah. Well, like, you know, maybe interestingly, like if you go on maternity leave or something, you know, you're not making any money that year. True. You know, yeah. Like you might, True. I mean, it depends that's, on your employer, right? But. You know, you're, right. you're likely to be learning less, earning less. So that's kind of things like kind that. Of an interesting concept. Things actually. like that. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Um, what is capital gains tax? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So you, capital gains tax. Well, CGT. CGT. Yeah. 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 Acronyms. Um, <laughs> so many of those passes. It is in this world. Yeah. Yep. Um, you've got yeah, GST. People call it GST. If they come to me, I got to pay GST on my property. That's a confusing one. I had to unwrap that. You're like, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. I thought oh, I was no, missing something. Oh, no, you mean something. capital gains? Yeah, tax. yeah. So it's all a tax, right? That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. So many you lose, uh, lose track. But <laughs> yeah, capital gains tax. So make a gain on a property. Yeah. And I might have mentioned it in the previous episode that where you lose, um, where you lose, we get a discount of 50% if you've held for that 12 months. Yes. Um, then, then the balance would then get applied against your personal incomes mm. and you would pay tax on, on that. So you might have a hundred thousand dollar capital gain after the discount. You might hold it fifty fifty with a partner. So you have fifty thousand dollars each. Yeah. Onto your other income. So yeah, you can substantially like if you're in that thirty odd percent tax bracket, well, fifty thousand dollars each, mm. say thirty percent roughly. So you're gonna pay another fifteen thousand mm. dollars each. Um but so what's that thirty thousand tax additional? Let's say yeah, yeah. But, but you've but you've potentially made a two hundred thousand dollar capital gain. Well, that's right. That's so right. So it's not not like the discount helps. Um, it, it, you just got to be prepared. So do the numbers when you when you are selling. You say okay, yeah. this is the tax liability. Yeah, yeah. What what have I got left after? Especially you know if like on face value you know you go I'm going to sell because oh my god I made two hundred grand I've got two hundred grand of equity mm. you know like it seems like a lot on face value but once you actually strip strip out the capital gains tax, you know, like it's, maybe it'll end up being a hundred grand. Yeah, you know, I'm that's not, right. I'm not discounting that that's a lot of money. I'm just saying like, you know, you got to weigh up, is it worth it? You know, yeah. then you've taken yourselves out of the market, which is a whole other conversation, but yeah. you know, on face value, it may not be what actually ends up being. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I guess you could even say, well, how's that 200,000 works? See, most people, well, not most people, we get some cases where oh, I'm selling it for 500,000 but the mortgage is 400. Mm. I've only got a gain of 100, which isn't how it works. So how it works is what am I selling it for? 500,000. Mm. And that's what you paid for the property. So 
forget the mortgage. I always say just forget the mortgage. Oh, okay. For capital yeah, gain, yeah. doesn't matter. Don't care what the mortgage yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about what did you pay for it? Yeah. Plus stamp duty costs, um, legal costs, some depreciation that needed to be added back in most cases. Mm-hmm. Um, that just forms your cost base. And then obviously what you sell it for, less the cost at sale, like real estate commission, legals and stuff. Yeah. So that's how you kind of work out the gains. So that's your first step. Um, and then you work out discounts and things like that. So, so um, don't get, don't yeah, get money in, money out. Don't get, don't get washed up in the, the big number. Because nah. it may not be what it seemed, right? Yeah, yeah. There's don't that. be mysticized. That's right. That's right. And then there's um, there's the, the tax element at the end. Mm. Um, Money tax element at the end. Yeah, yeah. If you make a, make a bit, <laughs> your partner wants some. Yeah, well, yeah. A silent partner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your mum, she might want some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that was a bad joke. But okay, so this is this is um extremely relevant. Um, James and I have been talking about granny flats a lot, especially in Brisbane City Council, because they have pretty much allowed them as of right. So if you've got the capacity to build one in your backyard, you can lease it out to a separate party. Um, a great listener listener of ours, Michael. Hello, Michael, and thank you. He reached out to ask all things tax implications in regards to this because he lives within Brisbane City Council and he actually can deliver a granny flat um, if he so pleases. And he sent us all these questions, you know, what other tax implications if I build it and rent it out? And I pretty much turned around and went straight to you (laughs) because um, there's a lot to consider here. So um, we're talking about a principal place of residence, so our owner-occupier that we own and live in. It's our tax-free haven and then we go and build a granny flat at the back which is potentially an income-producing asset. What do we need to consider, Tom? Yeah, it's, it's um, again, another thing, more common, isn't it? Building um, the whole shortage at the moment. Yeah, yeah, granny, granny flats. flats. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. like it's, a, it's a great idea for, from the state yeah. government but like obviously it does potentially play like a – a big risky game on your personal your yeah. personal home. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the, yeah. uh, it's a great headline. Um, it and, is a great and, headline and good, but there's other like that's a like you said that's your tax free haven, isn't it? The, oh, yeah. the main residence. Oh so, yeah. So probably a few elements to this, and you have to stand back. It's almost similar to like the people who Airbnb a room out, for I know. example. I, I thought about that as well. Yeah, that adds, that's complicated. But yeah, anyway, stay on so, track, Alex. Stay on track. No, well, similar. It's very similar because um, so you got to make the distinction. Firstly, yeah, is it commercial or non-commercial arrangement? So commercial, if you start if, if it's just someone in there. They're minimal. They're just covering costs of of it running. They're chipping in so much a week. Um, but they share all your facilities still, you know, sharing the kitchen, sharing living room, okay. you know, you're just no designated space. They're sharing all that stuff. They're just chipping in at a non-commercial market rate, let's mm. say. Mm. That would just be deemed a private arrangement. Oh, um, okay. All good. Good um, to know that that exists. So it's like almost having like a housemate um, chip, chipping in with the, the bills. It's That's nothing. Right. However, other side of the coin... If it's close to market rate, it's mm. commercial, they've got a designated space, mm. that's them. It, it, you look back and you go, well, hang on, this is actually a this is actually a making money arrangement. Yes. Um, commercial arrangement. Then that becomes income producing, declared in tax return each year. Mm. Um, from capital gain point of view, yeah, when main residence sells, is it fully exempt? Mm. Or you go, 
is it income producing? Well, yeah, it was. So then a portion of the property will always be subject to CGT, capital gains tax, yep. for that time. So it's a bit of a complex calculation, Ooh, but yeah. you go from being completely, that's your free hit. That's right. To, oh, hang on, it's tainted a bit because we've had a, an area that we've rented out yeah. and also, uh, well, for a certain time period too. So you'd have to work all that out. It gets messy. Not, not to say it's not, look, and that might be, people might be fine with that, um, mm. but it's that tax-free situation. Which, oh, it's just something that you don't really want to mess with, right? Not ideally. You'd have to run the numbers. You'd have to run the yep, numbers yep, and have a look right, and just, right. just see, look, what can, you know, for the sake of X amount a week, is it, is it worth it? Or look, it's great. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make me X a week. It might make you extra week. I'm going to pay tax out of that. Um, but, but, I'm still ahead, or am I not? Or? Well, yeah. And, and like question though, like, mm. you know how you said like part of it will not be tax exempt. So are you sort of saying that like you're not, you may not, obviously it's a very hard one to, to delve into without knowing the numbers, but you're saying you may not experience the full whack of capital gains tax or, or you, you know, or are mm. you sort of saying like you may still get some concessions or you, you may be subject to some capital gains but not necessarily the whole thing but yeah. it obviously gets messier the more money you've made. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. So it's it's probably like pro rider, right? So be on that yes. portion you say, well, the property's this big, um, uh, that portion I've rented yep. out yep. might be 10% of the property um, uh, in terms of size, let's say. Um, so that would be the calculation. So mm-hmm. not, not the whole thing. You pro rata the the space that was yeah. an income producing part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like with the renting a room too. Like a lot of people were doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And look, it, it might be fine. It just depends on how much the 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 others the um, downside of it is and the capital mm-hmm. gain at the end. But um, yeah, again, it just comes back to your numbers. Some people might be m- massive positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, well, yeah. Do you want this going to outweigh the negative at the end? So I'm going to do it. What well, are the true risks versus the benefits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you might, and you might um, have to, well, you might just say, look, I'm not going to sell it for 50, 70 years. <laughs> don't worry don't yeah, worry about it later yeah. anyway. But again, it's like, same, it's like the same theme as what we've been talking about. You just don't know. You just don't know if you're going to sell. True, Like, true, you know, true, pie yeah. in the sky, you might say, I'm never going to sell. I'm going to be here forever. But, you know, your family might mm. get way bigger than you ever thought or, you know, like maybe you not in love with the area or you fall in love with another area. Yeah, yeah, that's that. that's yeah. right. But I, I, look, I think the main thing is just be aware yeah. that it's something that needs to be, to be weighed up, mm. um, looked at rather than, um, yeah, it's funny how they rush the rush, the, rush it out and just say, oh, you should at least check on it until, until you will. But I guess they're looking at it from the, the, yeah. the, the, the logistical side of being able to do it versus other implications maybe. Oh, totally. And I mean like... Like it is a great initiative, but mm. obviously, you know, it, it does have tax implications that, I mean, they're not, you know, this Queensland state government are, are very focused on um, pushing out more housing because they've got a, a big housing crisis. So, I mean, this is a solution, but they're not going to taint it with talking about tax implications. Somebody no, will. No, of course not. No, no. And, and, it, and it's very minor. Like well, I'm just brush, brushing on that the, the, there's a small component only because people might understand that it's still all tax-free. So, but it's not that it's, it's very minor and it's not, not a huge thing because you might think, oh, look, I'm doing a good thing. I'm making good money. I'll still be ahead. So yep. I'm going to yep. do it. So. so based on that, Granny mm. Flats, on your principal place of residence, what are your conclusions, Tom? Yeah, well, 
Come on, give us your advice. Yeah, give yeah, yeah. Advice. What fine. would I do, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Stuff it. What yeah, would you I, do? You know what I'd do? I'd, I'd probably have a look at what's um, <laughs> coming, you know, the financial side of things, I guess. Is it worth it? Yeah, um, yeah. What's coming in? What are my costs? And what's the potential capital gain at the end of the day? Property's gone up in value a fair bit. Might be a small portion that I'll have to pay, but again, very, very minor. Mm. So, yeah, it, it, I think it's a great initiative. Great initiative. It helps with cash flow, you especially if you've got you unused rooms. You didn't give us the answer. You didn't the answer. You what didn't. would I do? Come on. Yeah, what would you do? Come on. I would probably go ahead and do it. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, so, so, is this a, I guess you've got to take the financial side at one thing and then your family set up as the other yeah, kind of element right. too. But um, that's right. It depends. Yeah, like different properties are set for different things. There um, you have it. Did not think I'd get an answer out of you, but extremely glad that I did. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> it's a big problem at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So. It is, but you know what? With great prob- or big problems, it, it, it forces us to make great, really smart solutions. So sometimes we just have to be faced you know, with these problems. Otherwise, we wouldn't be forced to um, actually come up with these really creative things like granny flats, you know, granny flats above garages, um, duplex, triplex, you know, like these really smart studio lot housing designs. You know, we just... We just wouldn't we wouldn't have the urgency to, to pump them out. So, you know, yeah. problems are okay because you know they force us that they can be an opportunity. So yeah. you've got to look at it that that way. Yeah, so, so so that uh, Brisbane City Council. Yeah, Brisbane City Council. So yeah. they're the only ones up there. Uh, as well, as far as it, uh, I know, yeah, okay. um, there are other councils that um, I think Morton Bay Region Council. Um, have something of like similar variety. I don't know if it's an as a right, like you can just build it and then obviously, but I mean, you don't need a development approval. So I should say yeah. you can't just build so it. So that's the change, hey? You, yeah, you're able yeah. to construct yeah. it. You're able to, con- you still got to yeah. get a building approval and like surveyed and all of that stuff. It just doesn't have to go through a development approval application yeah. uh, as, yeah. as I understand it. So, so just, just not as much red tape. Exactly. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They've made it significantly easier for oh, people to do it. So I'm I'm looking into it. it. Like, you yeah. know, it's not as straightforward as it seems, but I guess nothing ever is, right? It's kinda like tax. You know, if you want you if you want your best tax tax deductions and best, you know, chunk of tax at the end of the year, you're like you just gotta do the work. Do the work, yeah. <laughs> you just gotta do no, the isn't bloody that work. the analogy of yeah. life? Isn't I think precisely yeah. the analogy of life. And yeah. I think um You've pretty much been really consistent on that. Like you just got to keep your records, do your work, and and compare your numbers. Like, what if scenarios A B? Yeah, got to do spreadsheets like yours. I love it. I w- I need yours access. To you. you like my spreadsheet? It's good. Yeah, thank it's you. good. We might offer it, you a job. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it makes sense to nobody except me. Did no, you pick it's it good. up? You liked it? Yeah, it's good. That's good. 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 So if if I went your your spreadsheet or the shoeboxes of stuff that exists. <laughs> I'll, uh, no. Yeah, no. Uh, if, yeah, no, spreadsheets are good. Spreadsheets are good. Spreadsheets it's good to see good. a good one. <laughs> How weird does that sound? And, uh, I am very complimented. Thank you. It took yeah. three episodes to get this and um, yeah. many family barbecues and you've never yeah. seen anything like that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to thank you. I want to thank you for being on. I want to thank you for complimenting my spreadsheets. Yeah, spreadsheet. <laughs> spreadsheet, yeah. And thanks so much, Tom. We're going to put your email in the show notes. So anyone who wants to contact you, sorry if you're going to get flooded, but um, they will be in there. So guys, if you need an accountant or you need some advice, please speak to Tax Tom. Yeah. Happy to help. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, Alex. Thanking you. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Double Shot with your favourite cousins, Alex and James Fitzgerald. 
If you've got a burning question or something we absolutely need to talk about on the pod, please write to us. Both of our emails are in the show notes. For little real estate tidbits and a little bit of banter, okay, a lot of banter, you can follow us on the gram. Our handle is the doubleshot.podcast. That, my friends, is the doubleshot.podcast. Until next time, think of us when you sit back and sip your next double shot.